And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. The shot Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. What's up, everybody? Happy game day. I hope everyone's doing good, well, happy, incredible. Uh, Lightning are up 1-0 in the series, so of course we should be doing good at this point in time. Uh, on today's episode of Locked on Lightning, we'll be discussing, of course, game one, the big win in that, that crazy game all around, that gold-filled, goal-filled game. As well as how physical it got, and really, I didn't. I don't think anybody really could have predicted how physical of the game it really was going to get to. But before we get into all that, let's talk about today's presenting sponsor, and that is Built Bar. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. And we'll hear from Built Bar a little bit later on. So, yeah, if you're listening to this episode by now, the Tampa Bay Lightning won the opener of the first ever playoff series between them and the Florida Panthers 5-4 on Sunday night. Uh, and I guess a, you could call it a wild one. I, I mean, a, a crazy one, a, 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 a water, a, a roller coaster of emotions kind of game. For both sides, not just Lightning fans and Panther fans, uh, and, and you know this this game was pretty much the talk of social media, the internet, everything. Uh, this was by far probably the most exciting playoff game, and I'm saying that without any bias. That was definitely because I've watched a couple of the other games. I watched Boston, Washington. Uh, I've watched St. Louis, Colorado. All those, you know, I've watched a little bit of every other game just to kind of get a feel of how every other fan base is doing and just how what what the energy is in every other game and this still was probably this lightning game this lightning panther game was probably the most exciting game thus far and and every game mind you every game on you know that started before the lightning and panthers went into overtime and i i mean if you were a listener of the show last season you already know like <laughs> Those were some dark after uh, post game podcasts. I mean, the Lightning won all of them in OT, but still, I mean, just the exhaustion. You would have, and I'm sure everybody else was at that point as well, just watching these games. I mean, if you've been watching playoff hockey, you already know how, you know, just even sitting there, you feel like you're just going through the emotions of what the players are doing. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and, and I told uh, on our crossover, Armando Velez, um, you know, definitely coffee will be your friend <laughs> throughout this playoff run. And I definitely thought uh, before Braden Point scored his two goals within the final seven minutes of the third period, I, I well, after he tied it, tied it up, uh, I really thought we were headed for another overtime, uh, another game one overtime. But thankfully, the Lightning pulled out on top in regulation, uh, and they are on the on the right track thus far uh 
So why don't we? So on today's episode, we'll be doing obviously a full recap. If anybody knows, and before we get into that, please go ahead and like and subscribe to this podcast. Locked on Lightning is available wherever podcasts are distributed. So if you want to listen to us on Spotify, or you want to listen to us on iTunes, or or uh, Google Play, or you know everywhere, literally everywhere, as well as Odyssey.com. Uh, so yeah, we're and go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter, the handle is LO underscore lightning. The Instagram is locked on underscore lightning. Go give us a follow. Uh, we post some graphics, we post some videos, all that fun stuff. You'll see me tw- my tweets be- getting retweeted. And if you just want to follow me, uh, to see all the crazy stuff that I tweet about, all the stupid stuff I tweet about, go ahead and give me a follow at Danky Dank. D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. All right, so after all that, let's finally get into the recap. So, the Lightning, I mean, I was, coming into this game, I was cautiously optimistic about what Kucherov and Stamkos were going to do. Just, you know, obviously everybody knows Kuch had a great game, two goals, two power play goals, which the Lightning need, uh, as well as Stamkos, uh, uh, basically did what I thought he was going to do in this game. And that was be more of of a decoy. And, I, I mean, it cannot be overstated how well this team plays and how much the ice opens up for the Tampa Bay Lightning when 91 and 86 are on the ice or even on the bench. Just, you know, you could see it in the other lines on this team, even when they're just on the bench, uh, when Stamkos and Kucherov are just dressed, uh, it, it just takes a complete, a, a huge weight off everybody's shoulders, uh, even Vasilevsky. And, you know, that's something that the Lightning definitely needed going into this game. And, yes, yeah, so you get Kucherov back, you get Stamkos back in this game, you got Hedman, Palat. I mean, the list goes on. Pretty much everybody was hurt uh, some way, somehow. On this team, even if they did play uh, in the final couple of games of the season, I mean, everybody on this team is banged up. So both teams came out of the gate flying, and it really didn't take long for things to get chippy. A lot of big hits on both ends. Expect that to be a usual thing going forward, not only in this series, but just for the entirety of the playoffs, whether it's the Tampa Bay Lightning or, I mean, we saw it in the Colorado St. Louis game. Uh, I believe it was yesterday or the day before. Nathan McKinnon fought uh, Luke Shen. I mean, uh, Braden Shen, Luke Shen's brother. Uh, so you know, players aren't afraid to to really go at it uh, in the playoffs. I mean, in years past, usually we don't see it like this. But in terms of fights, but uh, you know, with these teams playing as frequently as they had, and now they have to play seven, at least four games against each other. Um, a lot of these teams are tired of each other, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see the Lightning and the Panthers involved in a scrap at some point in this series. Uh, it was evident early on that this was a completely different Lightning team. I kind of alluded to that before. Uh, we spoke, I and if you listened to the show last year, you know where I'm going with this. Uh, I spoke last year, during last year's playoff run, just how can much more composed Tampa is. Uh, when Stamkos and Kucherov were on the bench, I mean, I said that before as well. I mean, this team is just, it's its really what it comes down to. It's Jekyll and Hyde with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And and I, 
and I try, you know, we tried to play it off during the regular season, especially after Stamkos went down. That I mean, let's make no mistake, this team is still very talented, uh, and they, you know, if they weren't as talented or as deep as they are uh, after Kucherov and Stamkos, uh, I don't think we'd be talking about them being the third seed. I think we would be discussing them playing Carolina right now, or even. Maybe, I, I mean, I don't even know if we want to go into that other conversation, but I mean, we could have a whole episode of just what ifs with this Tampa team. First goal of the game was called back because of goalie interference at 733. Uh, Sam Bennett punched in the puck past Vazzy. Uh, initially, I didn't I didn't think it was goalie interference. And even with the, the um, crazy amount of replays that they, they played for us afterwards, I didn't, you know what? This might be an unpopular uh, opinion among Lightning fans or to you guys, Lightning fans. I don't think that that was goalie interference. I really don't because we see that kind of play multiple times. I just think, you know, they, they said on the broadcast that really what maybe could have been constituted as goalie interference was when I believe it wasn't Bennett. Um, maybe it was Bennett. Um, and it doesn't really matter who it was, uh, when the player for the Panthers, uh, put his stick towards Vasilevsky's, actually it was Hornquist. Now I think about it when Patrick Hornquist put his stick towards Vasilevsky to kind of punch in the, in the puck. Um, it looked like on the replay that, you know, the, the, the referees made the case and as well as on the broadcast that. They think the obstruction was called for when Hornquist's stick made contact with Vasilevsky's pad, and they think they turned him. It, it kind of turned his direction of where he was facing, basically inhibiting his ability to play the position, as the referee said when he made the call. I don't think so. I just think it was an incredible coincidence that that because if you look at the play in really slow mo and in slow mo and you break it down. Vasilevsky was kind of shifting his body just to get a better or, or kind of sliding over just a tad bit to get in better position to cover up that puck. I don't I don't believe that really Hornquist's stick made a huge difference on Vasilevsky's positioning. Um but you know what, regardless of regardless of it of if you know of all that, uh the lightning for the first time all season, I've you know, I, I could finally say this. They stole a call. I don't. I don't think. I don't. I think we've maybe had this conversation of the Lightning getting calls, not only getting calls but stealing calls, maybe two, three times on this show within the span of a year through through 170 plus episodes. Uh, and, and you know, luck was on the Lightning side in this game. Everything just you know, the the Panthers played very well, and the Lightning ultimately were the better team. No, make no mistake about it. Uh, what it comes down to is just the Lightning had a little little luck on their side. The puck was bouncing their way. The calls were going their way. And, you know, sometimes in a playoff run, as we saw last season, that's all it takes. So, And we'll take a little pause in the action to talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is Credit Karma. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help even more. With the Credit Karma Money Spend Account, you could be rewarded with a, for good money habits. Who doesn't want instant gratification? If you're looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma Money, 
you could win cash reimbursements for debit purchases. Credit Karma Money is a new brand is a brand new checking account where you could win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Uh, why, when you use your Credit Karma Money debit, you could win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to five thousand dollars just pay with your debit card and if you win you'll be notified on the spot and your instant karma cash will be added to your spend account credit karma money has already given away over three million dollars in instant money to 50 to over fifty thousand credit karma members and counting open your fdic insured spend account for free there's no minimum balance requirements no overdraft fees and free withdrawals from a network of over fifty thousand atms Credit Karma Money, progress starts here. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open up your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking service provided by MV, MVB Bank Inc. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. All right, and we're back recapping game one. That incredible, incredible. I mean, I mean, other than last season's first, I mean, last the last playoff run against Columbus, that five OT game. Um. Which I I have to admit I was pretty nervous that that's where we the road we were possibly going down in this one, but thank thank goodness that the lightning did pull it out in regulation. I mean that's most importantly I mean regulation or OT they did win the game, so in the end that does that is really what matters most. So we left it off where the lightning are they finally get some lucky calls they get some calls going their way. Uh, new season, new team, new refereeing. I mean, I mean, we've talked about it all season long. It's just one of the, the almost, I guess, borderline agony, agonizing things about watching this team is that just they calls don't go their way. They just they they constantly go. You know, they could almost go games without drawing one penalty. I mean, we saw it a couple of times in the playoffs. Which uh, go back to those those recaps. I was not a happy person. Uh, usually, I try to keep it even keel on this show. Uh, last season, I, I lost it a lot <laughs> on recaps, but you know, as you could tell, if you're if you're a listener from last season, you know, I've I've kind of simmered down since then. So we left it off uh, with the Lightning that that first goal against uh, Florida got called back on goalie interference. So Vasilevsky gets one back, and then only seconds later. Tampa wins the faceoff, and Coleman backhands one on a breakaway uh, past Brabovsky to get them on the board. The BBT, BBNT center is absolutely livid. This is the ideal situation for the Lightning. Jump on the Panthers t- early. Take that that rowdy crowd out of it uh, and just silence the place. They were not happy. They were booing, and they got a little quiet after that. But, you know, just with the way this game went, uh, they didn't stay quiet for long. At 9.42, Barkov whistles a one-timer while Tampa was on the 5-on-3 disadvantage because of the McDonough boarding call. And then also prior to that, Alex Kloran got called for a slashing penalty. So we got a tie game. We were back to 0-0, basically. Uh, and then a little later on, and this is, I kind of, t- I, I don't remember if I tweeted about this. Uh, maybe I, I I, I think I text a fellow lock, locked on host uh, Chris Masilli. He was he was blowing up my phone the entire time. 
uh, host of Locked On Abs, as well as my co-host for the Thursday spot for the Locked On NHL National Show. Go ahead and listen to that, especially our spot. Um, he was he was he was going crazy. You would have thought he was rooting for the light. He was a Lightning fan too. Um, that breakaway chance for Kucherov, the attempt on that. Now I understand he hasn't played since the Stanley Cup Finals. I understand you know some of those things take a while to get back into your bag of tricks. But that was probably the worst attempt I've seen in a long time at a breakaway. Um, and and I having said that, I am very aware that he was on the ice for a very long shift. I want to say maybe a minute and a half, maybe two minutes. So I'll give him a pass because, I mean, he did go on to score two power play goals. I mean, if you're a listener, I'm, if you're a listener to the show consistently, you know we love, the only thing we love more than goals is power play goals here. Uh, so a little later on, Panther strike at 1631, former Lightning player Carter Verhage rips one from the point. Not much Vaz- not much Vasilevsky could do on this one. Uh, if you look at the shot from the angle that they had behind Verhage, the path of the puck, not a whole lot of traffic, but just a just a great shot by Verhage on this one. Just got to tip your cap or tap your stick or whatever you do uh, up to Verhage for this one, and Florida's up two one. Uh, moving on to the second period, Florida Sam Bennett gets called for holding, and I'm surprised later on that it was announced that he actually got suspended for this play. Um, if you look back at the replay, the call is holding. Um, but if you look at the replay, he kind of, I, I wouldn't say whiplashes. He more so just whips Coleman around as they're skating to the board to go after the, the puck. Um, I have to say it, it was a dangerous play uh, in, in the grand scheme of things. I, I was just surprised just with the initial call and then later on the league deciding to suspend him for tonight's game two matchup. So, I mean, listen, you know, it it is what it is. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Panther fans are pissed off about it and, you know, they're going to have to deal with it. Uh, another good scenario for the Lightning just because Sam Bennett has been having an incredible run of it since going to Florida. Uh me and the Locked On Panthers host Armando Valise on our crossover spoke about that in length. How, uh, in my opinion, definitely he was one of the players to look out for for this Panthers team. And the fact that the Lightning sort of catch a break from him for a game um, is it works in their favor and and really can only improve their chances uh, going forward uh, in in this game. If they could steal game two and then go back to Amelie with with a two nothing lead, I mean you're that's a prime spot to where the Lightning should really, um, definitely, I'm sure that John Cooper at that point in time is looking to try and sweep and not have this go back down to South Florida. So a little later on, Cooch takes the beautiful feed from Hedman for the one-timer in the left circle. Kucherov played incredible in this one. Uh, we should, you know, if maybe later on um, or, or maybe, you know, after the game, <laughs> I, I think uh, we, we have to discuss just Kucherov in general, just how how great of a player he is for the Lightning for this franchise uh, in the playoffs. Thirty eight after after this goal after this game, you know he net two in this one, so thirty eight uh, goals for the postseason in his career, which is a final rec- uh, which is a franchise record. Excuse me. So at this point, for the first goal, uh, actually no, this is the second goal. Excuse me. Um, 
score is tied. And then Tampa would actually go into the intermission. I'm, I'm like all over the place. If you see my notes right now, it's just all over the place. It looks like a psychopath wrote them. Uh, Tampa would go into the second intermission with a 3-2 lead after Kucherov netted his second power play goal of the game. Like I said, the only thing we love more on this on this show other than goals is power play goals. Then Florida would tie it up, eventually take the lead with goals uh, from Jonathan Huberdeau and, Huberdeau, excuse me, and Owen Tippett. Uh, remember when I said, I believe it was the the last episode we recorded. Do you remember what I said? Who, which player needed to really step up in this playoff run, regardless of how Kucherov and Steven Stamkos were playing? Does anybody remember? I'm gonna take you. I'll give you five seconds. Braden Point. I, I stated multiple times and even on the crossover episode that Braden Point was, still is, and even was last year, as we all know, an essential part of this team's success. I mean, you know, he does oftentimes get overshadowed by the stardom of Stamkos and Kucherov. Then you have Hedman and Vasilevsky. And after a while, opposing team fans kind of think of Braden Point as an afterthought. But Braden Point is the best kept secret in the NHL, hands down. A lot of, a lot, you would be surprised how a lot of NHL fans that are not Tampa Bay Lightning fans really, really view Braden Point. Uh, Braden Point, I mean, when he is on, he is one of the best in the league, believe it or not. And he is definitely top three best score on this team with Cooch, Stammer, and then him. Um, and and I stated going into this, and I was very nervous. I mean, he was playing free. He was playing loose. Uh, he was playing with a lot of speed and aggression, which you love to see out of a scorer such as him. Uh, and I was I was waiting for him to see, I was waiting for him to, to do something, and he did twice in the third period. And, you know, I gave him a lot of flack about a week ago about how, yes, he lead the, he led the team in goals and points. And uh, I did go over it, and, and I didn't really get to, to kind of fit it into the shows afterwards, but I did go back and look at each of his goals. And he has scored a lot of goals in the regular season when it really wasn't that big of a difference. When I went back to it, Braden Point's goals, I want to say off the top of my head about, I want to say almost more than 50% of them came in situations in which the Lightning were ahead by a lot or were trailing by uh, one or two goals, obviously, um, where he, he would score a goal to put them within one, and he only had about maybe two or three. I think he had one, about, I want to say, three game-tying goals this season. Um, scored a big chunk of his goals in the third period, so that shows you that Braden Point um, really, really turns it on in the third period. And that's something that the Lightning really need throughout this playoff run because, you know, let's face it, we're not going to get performances consistently out of Steven Stamkos and especially Nikita Kucherov, what he did uh, in this in this game one matchup. So definitely need a guy like that to get going um, and, to, and to really start putting some more goals, uh, more, more pucks in the back of the net. So 
Um, and, and he couldn't have come up bigger in this one. Scoring two goals in the last seven minutes to give the Lightning a 5-4 lead. Um, that That's huge against a team like this, like Florida, who, who we have spoken in length throughout the entire season as well as, you know, in in the shows that prior to this one in the past week, um, they could switch it on just like Tampa at any time. And and one of the things, and, and I'll save this for later, uh, I'll talk a little bit about it to wrap up the show, but one of the things that really I really liked in this one was the fact that the Lightning changed it up, that they didn't play to Florida's strengths. And, I'll, and that's a, just a little tease, but first let's talk about Another two of today's sponsors. First off, Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors? Uh, when you talk to a Built Bar fan, such as myself, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always passionate about Built Bar. I always talk about all the flavors, how healthy these things are. Um, and, and just if you have no idea what I'm talking about, because maybe you're a listener or you maybe try to tune me out at these times, but. They got cherry, they got coconut almond, they got peanut butter brownie, mint brownie. There's a flavor for everyone. So order today and get that raspberry or that mint brownie or whatever you like. So go ahead to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And let's talk about another one. And last but not least, Lee today's last sponsor on the show and that is betonline.ag betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action baseball season baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at bet online get all the latest news odds and info for all your sporting needs including mlb nba nhl and all your ufc mma action for the next pitch head over to bet online on your laptop or cell phone and check out all the great sporting news sign up for bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as team preps for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website right now and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use that promo code Locked On. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you sign up at BetOnline and you use the promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so just to round things up, wrap things up, tie a little bow on things. Um, the Lightning did a fantastic job in this game, and that's why they won. I mean, it's a it's a large a large part of it has to do with Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov, but a big part of this has to do also as well. And I mean, you could contribute to at least the two Kucherov goals. I have been complaining excessively all season long as to that the Lightning's run-and-gun strategy, getting the other teams trying to skate with you, especially against the Panthers, isn't always a good idea. The Panthers have proven numerous times throughout this season that they could skate with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And that's no small feat. The Tampa Bay Lightning are one of the fastest skating teams in the National Hockey League. And... The Florida Panthers have beaten them at their own game multiple times this season. I mean, the the eight points that the Lightning managed to muster up against this team during the regular season should say all of that to you. Um, so really, uh, I really liked the strategy. They didn't try to rush things. They got into the zone, and we saw it in that second game 
uh, that actually that final game of the season where the lightning, the way they were going about things, attacking the zone started to shift in the direction of where they needed to be, where they are right now. That was getting the puck into the corners, cycling it around, letting everybody get set and, and really make Florida try and clog up the passing lanes, which they did not very, they didn't do a very good job of that in this last game. And I expect the Tampa Bay lightning to go fully back to this, this strategy uh, because if they don't, then they're definitely not going to win game two. Uh, so they definitely going into game two, you definitely want to see them mix it up a bit. Uh, have and, and I think what they're going to eventually do, and, and we saw it in this game as well in game one, was that the Lightning start out with a lot of rushes. That's going to happen in the beginning of every game. Uh, teams are just getting a feel for each other, going on the rush, seeing what they could get away with, how soft the other team or how how hard and you know how well they're playing in the defensive zone you know how 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 the how is the other team playing blue line to blue line so that was something that you know that you're going to get with all these rushes now as i say that i have you know just mind you i do have the replay of the game playing on in the background and so i'm at the point at about 3 minutes into the third period um I'm surprised Lomberg on Florida didn't has didn't get a fine or anything on this. He had a little scrum with Sergachev at some point, and he just full full flat out just punched him in the face with his his glove on. Um, which is I I don't know I don't I don't understand the NHL safety department player safety anymore. It doesn't make any sense. Nothing makes sense with this. Anyway, regardless of that, I mean, it is what it is. So if the Lightning could mix it up and play the way they played in game one, minus the amount of goals scored by Florida, I think the Lightning are are in a great place. I, I think the way they played in this game one really surprised me, really surprised a lot of people. And a lot of people picked... Tampa to win game one and as well as well not only game one but mostly this series and and then you had a lot of people on the other side of the aisle as well thinking that you know this is the same old Florida they saw how the record was and you know you could see the reason why just because of how Stammer you know sometimes it takes a little while to get things going with him uh, you don't know what kind of injury he's playing with at that time or what he's playing with now and then Kucherov, who hasn't really played in a year, almost a year, uh, you had no idea what you were going to get out of him. And it was like riding a bike. And that just is a testament to how great and skillful of a player he is. So I fully expect Point and, and Kuch to come back into the, come back into this game too and pick up where they left off. I think that this win is really going to get Vasilevsky going. I think he's really going to buckle down on things. Uh, in this game too, and we're going to see more of a a chess match out of both teams in this one as well. So definitely keep an eye on that going in tonight's matchup. Uh, and always, you know, thanks for you guys for tuning into the show for the recaps as well during around the playoff times. Uh, love doing this. Have have been having an absolute blast the entire time I've been doing this as a host. Uh, especially playoff times are, of course, my favorite time as well as these post game recaps uh unfortunately this year just with the way my my schedule outside of the show lines up 
I won't be able to be getting you that that fresh emotional raw um, post game recap that we got to last year. But if if for whatever reason I'm able to do it, you know 100% I'll do it, and definitely keep tabs on for the live shows that I'll be doing going forward. Uh, and that could all be found on the social media pages. So once again, go ahead and follow those. Really appreciate the love and the support from all of you. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.